Hipso deer vines, otherwise known as hip deers, and even further otherwise known as the reason I don't associate with anyone from the Western fringe, that's them. You can call it xenophobia all you like, there is justification to my terror, reason behind my madness. You never know the security clearances of all the spaceports your Western compatriot has traveled through, whether they follow proper quarantine procedures, all that jazz. I suppose you could know if you were willing to take on the role of an STA administrator without the profit. So, you don't know that. And then you don't know if your interlocutor has washed their hands, or if they're immune to hypsodirvine poisoning, or if... Well, I didn't know anything. I guess it wouldn't have helped if I did. I guess I would have dodged away from that handshake. Yes. Personal experience is why I record this. A personal experience and personal grudge. You would think that someone in the field of... Field omitted to preserve anonymity. Would understand that a colleague who has never stepped foot in the Western Rim would, could be allergic to all the various animal musks that... Pronoun omitted to preserve anonymity. Ah, screw it. I've gotta be careful of the details. They. There you go. They. The pronoun that could describe literally any human. Please don't sue me. I can only afford a couple more. Okay, so, I, I met with an unnamed, ungendered colleague at an undisclosed time, and they attacked me with a handshake. You know the thing. It's an old style of greeting that only really survived with the Christian zealots of the first exodus and their descendants, but it's liable to transfer all sorts of things to your hand. Germs. Germs was the big one, and the reason the greeting was left to die after the fall. You see everyone around you dying and going mad from disease, and you just aren't so keen to go smearing your hands with each other's germs. But that's not the whole of it. Not only do you get germs, but if you interact with one particularly unhygienic and thoughtless person, you also get infected by hypsodirvine, uh, venom? I suppose it would be poison, not venom, but that semantic discussion is besides the point. And what exactly does hypsodirvine poison do to the mind of the afflicted? Well, it takes a while, but it, it messes with your eyes. You know how your eyes actually send the light they capture to the brain in an upside-down fashion, and the brain automatically corrects that? Well, imagine if that didn't happen. And also imagine that your ears rang and that you couldn't maintain your balance, and worst of all, that you were outside. So inevitably I staggered around and then fell to the ground with the unmistakable fear that the forces of gravity had abandoned me and that I would soon float away into space. And the cost for the antidote, by Our Lady, the cost. It amounted to nearly a quarter year's salary, otherwise I'd be damned to that condition for months. Imagine. Needless to say, I am no longer on speaking terms with that colleague, nor are we even on shouting terms after they refused to give me a single credit for my medical expenses. I wanted to sue. I wanted to kill this person dead, remove the life from them until they were a hollow shell of a corpse and various other redundancies. But then time passed and I forgave them. Mostly. But they never forgave me. For what? 
for giving them a panic attack when I fell to the ground screaming and bothering them with messages asking for recompense. Some saint. But I never talked about the Hypso Deervines themselves, did I? Well, beyond the bizarre and horrifying reaction that some humans have to toxins in their blood, the creatures themselves are rather unassuming. About one meter long and tall, with a sharp, skinny front and curved waists, the things seem to resemble more conically shaped deer. Thus, the stupid name. They were initially found on New Epirus, an Eastern Orthodox diaspora colony of little import otherwise, where they were quickly adopted by the colonists as a food staple. Their meat is quite succulent and pairs with well with parsley, so I'm told. Not that I would ever try the damn thing's flesh. Anyways, during the Shadow War, the Western Rim colonies were largely locked out of contact with the Old Empire due to front lines and the like. While some of the colonies declared independence during the turbulence of the war, most did not, largely as a result of their overwhelmingly traditional conservative nature. However, with most contact with the Galactic Core loss, the unwittingly autonomous colonies of the West Rim had to reinstate miniature versions of all those regulatory bodies you need to make sure people don't poison the population while they war profiteering. So a separate agricultural committee was created to fill the interim void. Once the war was over, the Western AC had come under the control of one H.H. Java, a particularly sharp and stubborn man who relished in the power his position gave him. When most of his colleagues gave up and reintegrated their agencies into the broader HGC for the greater good, H.H. Java persisted and created a small storm in Centauri with all the blackmail he accumulated and, more frighteningly, used. To keep him quiet, they let him and his agricultural commission remain. So it is that weird, poisonous deer creatures are a staple food in the West, and so it is that I would, if I could handle the stress file a class-action lawsuit against this one H.H. Java. He's still there to this day, of course, even as he molders into being little more than a fossil. Why do I have to be allergic to so many things out here in the HGC? Why, back home, I was allergic to nearly nothing. Dust, I mean, I've heard so many people say they have an allergy towards dust, but I think they're all lying. Nobody likes dust. I think I just don't like it because I saw so much of it. 